This is The Talk is Good, a place to hear Calzona audio fanfic written by Crystal Orr. Enjoy the reading. Hello, fans of Calzona Grey's Anatomy and fan fiction. Welcome to the reading of Chapter 7 of the Calzona AU Fanfic Imaginary by Shannara66, S-H-I-N-A-R-A-66. Head over to LiveJournal.com where you can find her, this fic, and all her other outstanding Calzona fics. Check her out. Chapter 7 picks up immediately after Chapter 6. If you remember, Chapter 6 ended in such an evil cliffhanger. Not really a cliffhanger, but the girls grabbed their drinks and ran out of the bar section of Venus because Callie wanted to show something to Arizona. So this chapter immediately picks up there. So let's get to it. Imaginary by Shannara 66. Chapter 7. Published on Live Journal on August 3rd, 2013. Author's Note. I don't really like this chapter, but oh well. We all know how self-deprecating I can be. This chapter is meant to be a little confusing and all over the place. Both Callie and Arizona are experiencing some conflicting emotions this chapter, and it shows in their back and forth. Arizona extends the olive branch this go-around, but the girls still have some hurdles to cross yet. Thanks again for all the feedback, and to those who read and enjoy. Hope you all enjoy this one. Quote, All changes, even the most longed for, have their melancholy. For what we leave behind us is a part of ourselves. We must die to one life before we can enter another. Anatoly, France. Arizona can feel her heart beating rapidly as she followed Callie toward the exit of Venus. The area that served as the cafe during the day was sectioned off. A tall, muscular man stood watch near the roped-off section. He raised a brow when he saw Callie approaching with a blonde woman in tow. Just a sec, Callie said to Arizona. We need to make a quick stop. She walked in front of the man and nodded at him. Jensen, we'll be going to the basement. The man looked up from Callie to Arizona, a somewhat lecherous smile trying to show itself on his face. Knowing better than to upset the owner of the club with some crude remark, Jensen reached behind him and unhooked one end of the rope. Ladies, he said, and gestured for them to continue on through the cafe. Arizona was confused, though she tried to calm her always abundant nerves. Was Callie wanting to show her some new piece of art? Was that why they were going to the basement? Was Callie going to play something? Arizona wasn't sure, but she could feel the alcohol's effects clouding her mind. 
Her steps were less sure than before. Apparently, mixing Captain Morgan and vodka wasn't a good idea for her. (laughs) What a lightweight. Come on, Callie said and grabbed Arizona's hand. Tensing at the contact, due more to how much she enjoyed the simple touch than for any other reason, Arizona looked down at Callie's hand and paused. Callie turned to look at her and noticed her hesitation. Sorry, she said, and dropped the hand in her own. She turned without another word and headed toward the basement. Arizona stood for a moment and tried to clear her head. Her thoughts felt fuzzy with the drinks in her system. Watching Callie continue on without her, she cursed herself and followed. Callie fumbled with a chain around her neck that had before then gone unnoticed by Arizona. The two of them stopped at the door to the basement. Arizona shifted from one foot to the next in nervous anxiety. She watched Callie's fingers slip down the front of her dress and her eyes nearly bulged as delicate fingers trailed over caramel skin. A moment later, the chain she noticed was freed, a key dangling at the end. Safekeeping, you know, Callie said, a playful smile on her lips and her glassy eyes telling Arizona she had been aware of her staring. When the door was unlocked, Callie flipped the light switch that was just to the right of the stairs leading downward. Arizona's mind was racing a mile a minute. The reserve part of her was trying to throw a proverbial splash of cold water in her face, while the other part of her that was lonely and yearned for the comfort of another person was continuously nudging her closer to Callie. Come on, Callie said in a low voice. I just need to change real fast. Arizona nodded and cleared her throat. She watched Callie take a tentative step down, her right hand reaching for the handrail nearby. When she stumbled, Arizona reached out to steady her without thinking. Her hand wound its way around Callie's waist and came up to rest at her hip. The two of them stopped. Arizona's hand seemed to have a mind of its own because it refused to leave the warmth of Callie's body. She felt herself stepping closer to Callie, that hand taking a firmer hold, and she heard a gasp, though she knew not from whom it had come. Callie had one hand supporting herself on the rail beside her, closed her eyes in an attempt to keep from doing something she would regret. Still, even with that thought in her mind, She couldn't pass up an opportunity to test the waters, to gauge how much of a reaction she could get from Arizona. Her free hand came up and wrapped around Arizona's shoulder. Hang on. (laughs) Let me get these heels off so I don't trip down the stairs, she said with a laugh. Bending her right knee and raising her foot behind her, Callie used Arizona for support to slip off her high heel. Arizona's eyes never left hers as the two of them stood within inches of each other's face. She could feel every movement as her body moved, and it was stimulating. 
This was dangerous, Callie knew, but she couldn't stop herself. Tomorrow was the most dreaded day of the year for her, and she just wanted to prolong its inevitability for as long as possible. For reasons she didn't care to understand, Arizona intrigued her. She interested her. She made her feel both excited and at peace. She knew the many, many drinks she had consumed in the last few hours weren't helping her to make keen decisions, but she was only human. Besides, when a woman that looked like Arizona was inches from her face, hand on her body, Callie could only resist so much. Leaning in a bit, she switched hands, placing her right on Arizona's shoulder and then using her left to remove her remaining shoe. The entire time, she made a note of Arizona's quick breathing and heavy-lidded eyes. Yep, she thought. If the woman wasn't gay, she was most definitely at least bicurious. Either that, or she just became a horny bear like Callie while under the influence. Once both of her heels were free, Callie held them in her left hand and stepped away from Arizona. She tossed a somewhat flirty smile the blonde's way and proceeded down the remaining steps without looking back. You coming? She called once at the bottom. Arizona cleared her throat yet again and nodded, trying very hard to not be affected by Callie's choice of words. She felt intoxicated, and some of that feeling she couldn't accredit to the alcohol. She grabbed Callie's drink, which she must have placed on the handrail, and slowly followed. Just chill here for a sec, Callie said, when Arizona entered the basement. I want to put something on that's not so... revealing. Be right back. Arizona started to protest that she didn't mind if Callie's sinfully tight red dress was too revealing, but she managed to stop herself. She didn't care how sexy Callie was, nor did she care to show her interests, so Callie, like everyone else before her, could use it against her. No, Arizona did not need to be making herself vulnerable. Only she was looking out for her and her best interests. Only she could keep her heart from being broken again. Talking with Callie about her work was one thing. Maybe being a little curious about her was another. But admitting anything out loud that would only throw her at Callie's mercy, that was unacceptable. No matter how much Callie aroused her and fascinated her, so Arizona kept her mouth shut and looked around at the various pieces of art. Callie had turned on a lamp, and the light afforded Arizona a better view of the mural she had seen before. Taking another sip of the drink she had brought from the bar, Arizona noticed fresh paint and a new addition to the piece. The colors were the same, reds and blacks and various dark shades, Stepping closer, Arizona studied the artwork. It showed a woman as the focal point, on her knees, hands covering her face as if she were crying. Her hair was black, 
and hung over her shoulders. Toward the bottom of the wall the mural was on, Arizona noticed a series of what appeared to be red drops of paint. She wondered at their meaning, but continued her perusal of Callie's latest creation. Behind the kneeling woman was a window, though no light was depicted as coming from it. A dark spot in the lower left pane of the window caught Arizona's attention. She looked over her shoulder and toward the small enclosure that sat just off the stairs. Callie was rooting through an old dresser and seemed unaware of her curiosity. A closer look at the dark spot showed Arizona that it was actually the silhouette of a man. A shadow seemed to come from him and span out over the floor and toward the kneeling woman. As Arizona followed its angle, she realized that the shadow cast a pall over the woman's shoulder. Taking this in with more fascination than she wanted to have, Arizona shook her head and scanned her eyes over the newest addition to the mural again. She noticed something else in the window, toward the upper right-hand pane. At first, she couldn't make out what the bulky interconnecting blocks were supposed to represent. Unlike the rest of the artwork, the blocks were done in yellow paint. Arizona squinted her eyes as she focused on them, and before long, she came to see that they were letters, though put together in a way as to make them difficult to make out. The letters were E, S, V, N, U. Venus, Arizona whispered in sudden understanding. What do you think? Arizona whirled around and noticed Callie standing behind her. She was no longer in her red dress and heels, but now wore a pair of cut-off jean shorts and a black tank top with flip-flops. The laid-back and casual attire was somehow more appealing to Arizona. She let her eyes appreciate the dark tone of Callie's legs for a moment before turning back to look at the art before her. It seems... Sad, she replied. It is, Callie said evenly and stepped closer to her. When did you do this? It looks fresh, Arizona asked. Callie inhaled deeply and moved to stand next to Arizona. She was silent for a long time as her eyes took in her artwork. I actually did this today, after I met you in the park. I've been having difficulty in visualizing anything. After seeing you, I felt clearer. I came back here and spent hours painting this. You should have seen me. I was covered in paint smears. Callie laughed softly, but kept her eyes on the mural. Speaking of this particular piece, with the anniversary of its inspiration just an hour or so away, left Callie feeling extremely emotional. She didn't think she could look at Arizona's intense blue eyes without breaking down or pouring her heart out. She felt Arizona's gaze on her, but refused to meet it. What's it mean? The shadow in the window seems ominous, 
like he's looking over the woman's shoulder. Arizona studied Callie's profile as she asked her question. Callie looked so different to her in this moment. She wasn't the smug woman who had helped her the first day they met, nor was she the overtly confident woman she had watched dancing one night. She wasn't the charming woman who had flirted with her. She wasn't the person who used her for inspiration and then sketched her likeness in the park. This version of Callie was conflicted. She was tumultuous and sad. There was a tightness to her jaw, an indication that she was likely grinding her teeth in some nervous tick, and her eyes, normally so deep and bright and full of life, were darkened and downcast with some far-off memory. When Callie finally spoke, the roughness of her voice startled Arizona. That thing I told you about that happened 14 years ago? Arizona nodded and noticed that Callie still refused to look at her. It's been a shadow over my life. Everything I've done, all the things I've accomplished, every mistake I've made, has stemmed in some way from that event. Callie paused and set her jaw in defiance. Her eyes had lost their focus and were now watery. The man, the shadow, represents that event and how it shaped me. You're the woman, Arizona asked softly, shocking herself with her own solicitude. Callie cleared her throat and shook her head. She wiped at the few errant tears that had escaped and looked to her left. It doesn't matter. This isn't what I wanted to show you. Come on. Don't forget your drink. Callie turned away from Arizona without waiting for a reply or an acknowledgement. She grabbed her own drink, which Arizona had placed on a small table and quickly finished it off. Not understanding Callie's mood swing, Arizona examined the crying woman and the shadowed man for a moment longer. She looked again to the red drops toward the bottom of the wall and wondered if they were deliberate on Callie's part or just stray bits of paint. What had happened to Callie so long ago? Was the man her father? She remembered Callie saying that he had practically forced her into a business degree. Was the shadow a literal man, such as a past lover or a husband? Was he meant to be a figurative man, representing, like Callie had said, the event itself? Had Callie been attacked 14 years ago? Raped? Kidnapped? The possibilities were endless as they swirled inside Arizona's mind. Despite not wanting to tell Callie too much about herself, she couldn't deny that she wanted to know more about Callie. Her interest had been more than piqued, not only by Callie's physical appearance, but also her artistic genius and her easygoing zest for life. Arizona? Callie called. Sorry, I'm coming, the blonde said, her mind a clouded vortex of alcohol-induced longings and contemplations for a woman it barely knew. 
Once the two of them were back upstairs, Callie locked the door and they proceeded to the exit of the club. When the cool Seattle night air greeted them, they both immediately felt lightheaded. People were continually coming in and out of Venus, and the music throbbed inside the building, pulsating against the walls and bouncing through the young women and men enjoying the night. Arizona and Callie, once outside, made their way around the side of the building where an alley ran, a dark alleyway. Arizona stopped. Where are we going? Callie laughed. <laughs> I promise, I'm not taking you off somewhere to murder you. There's a drop ladder against the building that will take us up to the roof. The r- r- roof? Arizona asked. Callie wanted to show her the roof? Why? And why was she going along with it? She knew why. But she wasn't ready to admit it to herself just yet. Callie walked further down the alley and reached up to pull down a metal ladder. It unfolded into a chute-like formation that could easily take them up. See? A ladder. No murdering. Come on, Callie insisted. Arizona finished off her cocktail and exhaled. She really, really disliked heights. What if, in her tipsy state, she slip and fell? Callie reached out a hand toward her as she held the side of the ladder. I don't bite, you know. You can take my hand. I'll help you up. Feeling embarrassed by her behavior, Arizona exhaled again and decided to take a chance. What else was she going to do? Sit at home with Belana and watch TV? Mope over Joanne? Masturbate? The last thought made her laugh and caused Callie to furrow her brow at her. What's so funny? Face flushing, Arizona shook her head before taking the proffered hand in front of her. Nothing. I just think the alcohol is giving me the giggles. Callie's lips pulled into a tight smile. Uh Uh-huh. Well, come on, giggles. The two made their way up the rickety ladder. Arizona occasionally swaying and feeling Callie pressed up close behind her. When they finally made it to the roof, Arizona realized that the sounds of life from far below were hushed. It was as if she had stepped inside a near vacuum. Cars, traffic, people, music, conversation, all were deadened where she was, and the only thing she could definitively make out was the sound of the wind as it gently brushed through her hair. The stars were bright in the inky black sky above, despite the city's lights trying to obscure them. The moon was out, full and glowing with a soft and silvery luminescence. Even the park couldn't come close to the quiet Arizona found on the roof of Venus. It amazed her the difference a few feet could make. Callie was watching her, a small smile on her face. It's so quiet up here, Arizona said in an awed tone. I know, Callie agreed. I come up here to get away from everything down there, 
She pointed to the street and the people going about their lives. Up here, I don't have to be strong or confident. Up here, I don't have to act as if certain things aren't true. I don't have to face certain mistakes I've made, certain choices I made. It's liberating up here, you know? Sometimes, I just lie down and look up at the sky. It's like I'm somewhere else for a while. Arizona was speechless as she listened to Callie. Yet again, the mysterious woman was knocking holes in her stereotypes and opinions about people. She felt herself being drawn in a way to Callie. It unnerved her, yet it also made her heart race for some unknown reason. I've done some stupid things, you know, Callie was saying, her thoughts lingering on Mark and their relationship. She found herself wondering how she could justify it to herself if she decided to sleep with him tonight and find some small bit of comfort in him. You know, when things just seem really overwhelming? Arizona stepped closer and nodded, her eyes fixed on Callie's face. You just need some escape. You want a release. Then you think you found it, and you come to realize that it's harmful. In so many ways, yet you still do it. Art and music help me escape. They're not damaging to me, but they make me face certain truths I don't always want to. I know, Arizona heard herself say. When I write... I'm basically telling people my life, my past, my fears, my hopes, my philosophy. It's very draining at times emotionally. Callie felt a weight being lifted. Arizona understood her. She understood where she was coming from. Exactly. She breathed out heavily. But don't you sometimes find yourself wanting a different escape? One that doesn't leave you so bare, like some mindless release? Arizona lowered her eyebrows. What was Callie getting at? Drugs? Sex? I don't think I understand, she started. What kind of escape are you talking about? And the moment was gone, Callie realized. She wasn't even sure what she was trying to say. Perhaps the alcohol in her system was seeking some justification from Arizona for using Mark the way she had done the last few years. Perhaps she had been seeking some approval for her actions from someone who seemed to her to be so good and honest. It didn't matter now, she supposed. Nothing. I'm just... rambling. This roof and the quiet makes me contemplative. So, um, are you feeling drunk enough to answer some nosy questions from me? Once again confused over the nature of Callie's mood swings, Arizona paused. She got the feeling that Callie was needing some bit of companionship. Whatever anniversary this night was the dawn of, Arizona sensed that Callie's thoughts were jumbled, and she greatly desired to not be alone. Now... She would blame such useless thoughts on her own alcohol consumption, but Arizona didn't wish to be alone either.
Despite some perplexity over Callie's moods and words, Arizona did want to learn more about her. She walked over to join Callie at the edge of the roof, and they both looked down at the street far below. The wind was a cool breeze that blew through their hair. I'm really rather boring. But ask your questions anyway, Arizona said. Callie smiled and clapped her hands together happily. Okay, um, hmm, let's see. How about something easy to start? What's your last name? Robbins, Arizona replied simply. Arizona Robbins? Yep, that's me. I like it. Your name makes you unique, Callie said. It does? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The kids at school on the playground never thought so, Arizona said and laughed at the memory. Fuck them, Callie retorted. You're an author now, and they don't matter. Okay, um, are you married? I don't see a ring, but no, absolutely not. Arizona said humorously. Opposed to marriage? That reaction seems pretty strong. Arizona couldn't help her roar of laughter. She wasn't opposed to marriage, but when one generally asked if a person was married, they assumed the partner was of an opposite sex. The thought of being married was funny enough to Arizona, but being married to a man was just too rich. No, Not opposed, she replied enigmatically. Keep her guessing, Arizona thought. Okay, whatever. There's more to that, but I'll let you slide for now. Not missing a beat, Callie asked her next question. What's your favorite song of all time? My favorite song? Just one? Callie nodded as she watched Arizona think about her question. Finally, the blonde sighed and responded, Music box dancer, I guess. The answer surprised Callie. She pegged Arizona for a more contemporary listener. Instead, she had picked an instrumental song from the 1970s. Really? Hmm. I'll file that away then. There was a moment of silence before Callie asked, You ever sleep with Alex? Arizona nearly choked on her own tongue at the question. Again, she found herself laughing at Callie's absurd line of thought. What? Callie questioned. He's good-looking in a grouchy and snarling way. And you are wearing fuck-me boots for someone. For some reason... Arizona found herself feeling a senseless jealousy toward her friend. She hadn't worn her boots to impress Alex Karev. She hadn't worn them to impress anyone. Fuck me boots? She thought distastefully. And Callie thinks I wore them for Alex? You find him good looking? She asked Callie, choosing to ignore the comment about her boots. Yeah, why not? Would you sleep with him? 
Callie cocked her head to the side and bit her lip. She knew she had struck a nerve, but decided to push the issue. Would you be jealous if I said yes? Face flushing a deep red, Arizona ducked her head and watched the cars pass below her. The cold, hard truth was that she would be jealous, but not in the way Callie would think. How the hell did they even get on this stupid topic anyway? When she didn't answer, Callie scooted closer to her, their shoulders touching, and whispered, I wonder who you'd be jealous of, me or him? (laughs) It doesn't matter, though. He's not my type. Arizona looked up and met Callie's dark eyes. Once again, they were closer together than was socially acceptable. The look on Callie's face was one of desire and lust. There was nothing hidden in her eyes, and that made Arizona's entire body flare to life. For the third time that night, she found herself looking into Callie's eyes and smelling the sweet and alluring scent of her perfume. He's not my type either, Arizona said slowly. Hmm, Callie hummed, her gaze fixed on Arizona. My type tends to be more fair. Uh, 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 Fair? Arizona gulped. Blue eyes, lighter skin. A thought. Some bit of information tried to insinuate itself between the moment Arizona was sharing with Callie. She suddenly remembered the man she had seen at the club before. Hadn't he had blue eyes? Was Callie speaking of him? If not, why was she flirting with Arizona? She was with someone. God, did no one on the planet value monogamy? She looked at Callie and noticed the other woman's eyes were looking at her lips. The alcohol had allowed Arizona to let matters with Callie progress to a place they shouldn't have. What was she doing up here? Was Callie going to kiss her? It didn't matter if she was. She had no right. Mark was her boyfriend, and she wasn't going to be another mini-obsession for some lonely straight woman. Stepping back and turning away from Callie, Arizona crossed her arms over her chest, hugged herself in a defensive gesture, and exhaled sharply. I'm sorry, did I offend you? Callie questioned from behind her. What are you doing? Arizona asked in a small voice. What do you mean? I'm getting to know you. We're talking. Arizona shook her head. God, how could she have allowed herself to be put in this position again? She liked Callie. A lot. Everything in her wanted only to spend the night learning more about her. But for what? For Arizona to come to view her as a friend only to be dumped when whatever problems Callie was having with her boyfriend worked themselves out? For Arizona to, despite her will, Fall in love with Callie just for Callie to exploit that emotion like Tara and Joanne had? Damn it! It had been so effortless with Callie. 
Arizona had felt somewhat relaxed around her. That had made it easy to fall and let her guard down a little. Now look where she was. On a roof with a gorgeous woman who, without a doubt, had been seconds away from kissing her. Part of Arizona just wanted to turn around and take Callie right there on the roof. Couldn't she use people the way they had always used her? Wasn't that the way of the world? To think only of oneself even at the expense of others? Would it be so wrong to just use Callie to satisfy her physical needs and then dump her before she could do any harm? No. She knew she couldn't do that. For one, she didn't have it in her. For two, Arizona knew she couldn't make someone feel the way she had felt. You have a boyfriend, she whispered as her back remained to Callie. There was a long pause before a reply came. I do? Turning around, Arizona studied Callie's face. Yes, you do. Don't jerk me around. Arizona, I'm not jerking you around. Who told you I had a boyfriend? Scoffing and feeling herself getting upset, Arizona replied, You did. You told me Mark was your partner that day in the basement. Whatever reply Arizona had been expecting never came. A snicker sounded in the air, followed by a snort, then a full-on belly laugh. Callie's smile was bright as tears stung her eyes, and she laughed deeply. Arizona pursed her lips and watched her. You find this funny? she asked. Callie grabbed the concrete next to her for support and nodded. She knew she shouldn't be laughing, but after the wave of conflicting emotions she had experienced the last several hours, it felt good to just let go for a moment. She stood up and tried to calm herself, her eyes noticing the slightly hurt look covering Arizona's face. (laughs) I'm sorry, she said heavily. Really, I am. I'm not laughing at you. (laughs) I'm laughing at the idea of Mark being my boyfriend. Arizona lowered her arms to her sides. You mean he's not? No, Callie laughed. God, no. He's been my friend since I was 11. We're business partners, (laughs) not Coupley partners? For a moment, all Arizona could do was appear sheepish and confused. She thought back over the last week and realized that Callie had never called Mark her boyfriend, nor had she witnessed the two of them doing anything more together than dancing and talking. She had just automatically assumed Callie wasn't single, and so attached her to the first attractive guy she saw her with. With the knowledge of how screwed up her mind had made matters, Arizona began to laugh with Callie. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I feel like an ass. I just thought, I know, Callie said, but I assure you, he is not my boyfriend. So you don't have a boyfriend? Arizona asked. 
Callie stopped laughing and walked over to stand in front of Arizona. I don't have a boyfriend. You? (laughs) A world of no to that question. I tend, as a lesbian, to not date men. It's kind of a rule. Callie laughed again at Arizona's unexpected humor. She had noticed a change in Arizona's body language when she had thought Mark was her boyfriend. It was almost frustrating to Callie how Arizona could be seemingly open in one moment and then so guarded the next. This whole night between them had been a whirlwind of differing and vastly changing emotions. She assumed it was the alcohol and anniversary for her and possibly the alcohol and whatever demon she wrestled with for Arizona. Despite the sometimes awkward and confusing moments tonight, Callie was glad that she and Arizona had managed to clear the air a bit. She now knew a little bit more about Arizona, such as her last name, which was the biggest plus because now she could Google her. Her favorite song, the fact that she had never slept with Alex Karev, and that she was, much to Callie's happy heart, a lesbian. All in all, despite the strangeness at times, it was a good night for Callie. Arizona had made it so. As for Arizona, her emotional state was hard to describe. She had gone from confused to concerned so many times tonight that she was unsure of what exactly she was feeling. She and Callie had made headway, and she was uncertain whether or not to be ecstatic or petrified by that. Many times during the night, she found herself much too intrigued by Callie, much too concerned and curious. Then at others, she had realized how deep she was letting herself get, and so had panicked and tried to retreat. Learning that Mark and Callie weren't an item had actually made her feel better. But why? It wasn't like she was going to ask Callie on a date or woo her and the two of them were going to live happily ever after. What did it matter if Callie was single and seemed to not have any qualms about Arizona's sexuality? Yet, even though Arizona tried to convince herself that none of it mattered, she knew deep inside that it did. The knowledge that Callie was single had briefly made her extremely happy. Even if she didn't plan on doing anything about it. What a strange night, she thought as she stood staring at Callie. This has been an interesting evening, hasn't it? Callie asked, as if she was privy to Arizona's thoughts. Yeah, it has. So? Callie started and stepped closer. Do you have a girlfriend? Because I find it hard to believe that someone that looks like you is single. Arizona blushed, heat rising to her face so quickly it made her feel dizzy. You're single, so why can't I be single? Damn it, she thought to herself. Why am I flirting back? Why can't I stick to my guns this time? Smirking, Callie shrugged as if in some deep thought. I don't look like you, she flirted. 
The comment tugged a small smile out of Arizona's lips. She couldn't believe how quickly her mood had changed. Just a moment before, she had been prepared to clam back up and not be another affair to yet another married and involved woman. Now, here she was speaking of her sexuality to Callie and smiling and flirting and once again feeling comfortable. You're something else, she whispered as she stood looking at Callie. She hadn't meant to say the words aloud. Laughing and tossing her hair around her face in a dramatic gesture, Callie replied, I know. It's a gift. Come on. I've got some blankets stored up here along with some beef jerky and chips. We need to sober up a bit. What are we doing? Tossing a look over her shoulder, Callie simply replied, Stargazing. And Arizona didn't hesitate to follow. Oh my God. Can you believe it? This is the way this chapter ends. So we end the last chapter, chapter six, in a cliffhanger. Or in a pause, I should say. And now we end yet another chapter at another pause and another cliffhanger for crying out loud. Chapter eight is going to pick up immediately after the events from this chapter. What I love about Shannara 66 storytelling is here is this one day, a really pivotal day in this Calzona's relationship. She will be devoting four chapters to this important day. And yes, there are evil cliffhangers or, or pauses, whatever you want to call them. But at the end, it's just so beautifully, torturously drawn out. And you really feel these two women desperately trying to find a connection and find that lap over space like in a Venn diagram. It's just beautiful. It's just awesome to read and and watch in your mind's eye these two dancing. So join me again next time for the reading of Imaginary, Chapter 8. Until then, have a great day. Thanks for checking out The Talk is Good, a place to hear Calzona audio fanfic written by Crystal Orr. If you like this podcast, this podfic, this audio fanfic, favorite the site on SoundCloud. Tell your friends who like Calzona fanfic to check us out and spread the word and the joy. Don't keep it to yourself. <laughs> so until next time, thanks for tuning in.